How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro, and you're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's just jump right into it. Um, first, I, I just want to address, uh, some people have asked me, um, like, how do I, how do I do my, my podcast every single day? Like what, do I have notes? Do I prepare, um, for this podcast in any way? And what am I looking at exactly? And <laughs> honestly, the, the best way to describe this to you is imagine having a conversation by yourself out loud. And no, I actually, I never really, um, yeah. So I'm essentially just sitting at like my, in my office in front of my computer. But like, if you like thought that I was like typing or researching something, you would hear it. I have a mechanical keyboard. So you heard it right there in the background. Um, I literally have nothing in front of me. This is, uh, I think if you listen to enough of my podcast, you probably can hear some issues that I have to work on, which is sometimes repeating uh, myself. I tend to do that because I feel like Sometimes people either miss out on what I, the, the first part of what I say or the last part of what I say. So I really want people to, I want reassurance to know that people have heard like the point that I'm, I'm trying to make. And so sometimes I'll, I'll repeat things that I say and I'm trying to work on that. And that's something that through this podcast, it will allow me to, to refine that ability to not do that for, especially on this kind of a platform. So it is so difficult sometimes hearing myself, you know, I, I appreciate what I'm doing and I love how, the information that I'm, I'm portraying, but just the, the delivery of it, I know there's a million different ways I can improve on it. And so in time, it'll definitely get better. I say a lot of like filler words that I wish I didn't say, but it's just normal course things I just would do in normal conversation with people that you really wouldn't pick up. Maybe if I had like a guest on, you couldn't pick up on it. But when it's just me saying it or just me doing the, the speaking, you could definitely pick up on it. So uh, bear with me on this new adventure. This is going to be my 12th podcast, by the way, which is just so awesome to think about. I'm almost about to hit two weeks and not missing a single day. So that's just so great. I, I hope I can do 365 out of 365. That's going to be just so awesome. Obviously, life is going to throw things at me, which is probably going to make it a little bit hard to do those kind of uh, to uphold that kind of challenge. But, you know, it is a challenge and I hope I I can get as close to 365 as possible. But anyways, so, yeah, I'm not no notes, no nothing. I literally just on my way to my office, I think about something I want to talk about. Normally, it's influenced by something someone has said that just triggers that topic I want to talk about or I in my daily YouTubing Wikipedia and and reading the news something pops up that's intriguing to me and I want to talk about or someone just upsets me with just something and it just I need a vent but not vent in such a way but more vent how I perceive certain things that some people don't perceive and that's what the subject of this podcast is going to be about. So this isn't invent- inventing in any way. Uh, this is just an observation. Um, I was having a discussion with someone earlier today about this, and I have a theory. And so a lot of people uh, are just not comfortable with change. It's, I mean, it's a proven fact. Most people, when they go to a new job, they tend to take things very slow. 
staff at the new job don't really mold too quickly with the new new hire. It's just like a it's a new change to the dynamics that existed for quite some time. You know, or if you try a new hobby, it's it feels weird. You know, it's not smooth. It's not going the way you want to. It's very difficult. Sometimes it's very easy to just stop doing the thing because, you know, the challenges ahead, you can just already see them and you just don't, you don't think the objective is worth the challenge. And so it's so easy to, to just stop. So change is, is, is difficult, you know, including for me, you know, holding myself accountable and doing these daily podcasts has not been easy. I started off doing them early in the mornings, uh, but recently I've been kind of oversleeping um, and taking advantage of some of the time that my daughter's asleep to do these early in the morning. And then by the time she wakes up, it's just like being a dad, you know, just constantly being around her and making sure, um, you know, she's getting the care that she needs. And so I really have to wait to the very end of the day where I'm about to go to sleep. Uh, I have a schedule. My wife works early in the mornings and then um, what I do is I, I do the nights. So I make sure my daughter is getting fed at night and I stay awake at night. And then, so I'm not really used to the schedule that I uh, or I used to not being or used to it, but now I'm completely fine with just waking up at 11 PM and staying up until about five, 6 PM my time. And I enjoy it because it gives me a lot of time to just spend time uh, with my daughter when she's sleeping and then also spend a good amount of time with her while she's awake too. And so it's perfect, honestly. Um, but yeah, so I want to talk about change and I want to talk about um, the reason why I want to talk about change is because this our and I, I don't want to talk about politics so much on this podcast. Eventually when I have guests on here, I definitely do. Um, but the narrative, everyone, everyone can agree that in recent times, the narrative between two political ideologies has been, um, the, like the, the highlight on the stage. You have the super, super leftist and the super, super rightist, just like the, the ultra progressive and the ultra conservative just going at it hard. I mean, the, the, the conversations are just so toxic, but we have this situation right now in this country where we've been framed in such a way to be attracted to these, to these things, to be attracted to not so much the, 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 the narrative, but the delivery of the narrative. And so you might not as a centrist, I consider myself pretty centrist. I do lean uh, left on some ideologies and I do lean right on some other ideologies. And so I, I feel like those kind of polarize themselves and allow me to be very centered. Um, and so, uh, I, and, and I, I think I like to say this a lot. I think in life, nothing is black and white. There's very few things in life that can be very black and white. Uh, I think in a majority of our lives, we have so many choices and in one instance, in this scenario, we'll make this choice, but in another situation, we would never make that same choice. And so I really feel that uh, a lot of stuff is gray or a lot of stuff is, like I said, it's just very in the middle. Um, you might agree. I don't, I don't believe that everything should be just always this way or always that way. I I've used to 
I've never liked that narrative and I still don't. And so, but I've caught myself in recent times being pulled from one side to the other about certain political points. And, um, but I, I tend to be very headstrong. Like if you get into a political debate with me, um, or if you get into a political conversation with me, it tends to evolve into a debate. Um, I love debating. It's been something that I've always enjoyed since I was a kid. My justification for it is that I, I feel that I don't truly get to understand someone, their beliefs, their, the core of who they are until I debate them because very, it's very common nowadays that a lot of people are very superficial. They'll say one thing, but then they only say it to give a portrayal of how they want the world to see them. But then if you get to know them, most of the time they're not congruent with what they're, what they're saying. And so their actions definitely are speaking louder than their words. And so I love debating with people because when you debate with someone, you get to see their beliefs. You know, you don't debate with someone and they, they argue for a while on, on a point unless they're truly like a hundred percent for that subject. And so, but we've been, since I was a kid, I was told, uh, and I, don't refrain from talking about these points and so much so that I would not have a problem talking about my beliefs on certain things on this podcast or, or with anyone in, in, you know, in the public, I've never had this problem. And I, I appreciate that because I, I feel like by me not having this restrictive viewpoint on, I, you should never talk about, like, you've always been told this, like when we were kids, I was always told, don't talk to people about your, you know, your political beliefs. Don't talk to people about abortion. Don't talk to people about religion. Those are just big no-nos. And it never, it never made sense to me because how can I not talk about these things with people? If I don't talk about them, how could I ever learn another person's point of view? How could I ever see eye to eye with someone if they're never able to share their beliefs in, in a subject? And I feel like this this divisiveness that we have in society is because of that ideology. For the longest time, we've been framed to not talk about certain things in public, to keep them to ourselves and only to speak out through our voting or through our letters that we send to our, our elected representatives or to uh, like our close ones that, re- that see eye to eye with our points. But anytime someone doesn't see eye to eye with what we agree with, Back in the day, you would just not bring it up. It was told not to bring it up. Now, anyone wants to talk about it because it's so easy to put yourself in one camp or the other camp. And that's the narrative right now is that you either, you you see something this way or you see it that way. And, but it's so extreme now that it just, there's no central perspective on things. And I really feel like society needs to just become more, the only way we can, Cominger and and grow as Americans. If we continue on this path, we're just gonna re- repeat history and do what led to the dividing of this country. Again, that happened for good reasons. Slavery was a horrible thing, and it needed to end. But it, it could have been done differently. It didn't need to be done where people killed their their family and relatives for that point. It needed to just get to the point where people just logically talked about these points and didn't stand behind their elected officials 
Um, we're going to, I don't think we're, we're going to, I don't know who knows, but I mean, I don't think, I don't think that both sides has the level of, of lethality yet of their, of their neighbor to really, to, to, to make that kind of decision to, to kill for their beliefs yet. It's getting there though. It's scary. This kind of extremism literally is what leads to, um, people that we would label as terrorists back in the day. Um, you know, poor Muslims had to deal with these, this, uh, minority group of people that just chose to just take an extreme perspective of their religion and just start, you know, attacking anyone that didn't see eye to eye with them. And there's almost in every religious, religious context, almost an extreme group in every one of them. And maybe they're not murderers, but they definitely are murderers in indirectly with the choices that they make. Um, I don't believe in, in a God. And I've, I brought this up before about um, in my podcast about uh, a simulated reality. I brought up that I don't think, I, I mean, I believe that there's possibly a creator out there or out there, but I think the creator is not as powerful as a lot of people want to believe a God would be. Um, I definitely don't follow any, any of the popular religions that exist. I, I think they're all just at one, they're all human based religions. They all come from an idea that somehow humans are more, more important than any other species on this planet. And if I were to imagine a, an all powerful being that just creates nothing more just creates a universe and creates the earth and creates the beings on, on the earth. I would never think that that creator would be someone that just, um, puts themselves above any other species. I think they just, they just create, it's just like a work of art. It's like an, uh, like an author. They're just writing a narrative. You know, they're just, they're just creating this whole thing is a creation. And so to think that like, Every single God out there is a human, a humified God. It just, it blows my mind. It really does. Especially when you talk to some people that believe in, in religions and they like also believe in like uh, extraterrestrials, for instance. And it's like, I kind of see why you would probably think that you're the creator is possibly a, a human or, or something like a human because it's the only creatures out there that have the capacity to influence the world like we do. Um, you know, other animals have consciousness, of course. Other animals have abilities to communicate, but no animal has the capacity to do what we have done as quickly as we've done it. And, but I mean, if I saw an a, a extraterrestrial come from outer space with better technology, better everything, I mean, honestly, it, would, it wouldn't be too far-fetched to think that that person isn't some kind of you know, spiritual being or like some kind of powerful, powerful entity that's, that just like overwhelms our thoughts of just who we are and makes us reflect even more on our thoughts. Uh, The moment we discover life on another planet, I'm going to be so curious to see the justifications for a lot of these religions on as to why that, that exists, especially if it's intelligent. I don't think that's ever going to be something we find, but I, I do strongly believe that, we will find like 
uh, bacteria-based life in another planet, maybe like single cell, like very simple, complex organisms that are super small we might find in other planets. I don't think we'll find anything that's like space-bearing and like creates technology anytime soon. Definitely no. I would be very surprised, but... If it did exist, I do believe that extraterrestrials do exist. I just don't think that they have the technology or we have the technology to ever find each other. I mean, really, that's another podcast I would love to talk about. If you really want to talk about the Earth and just how insignificant it is compared to the universe, we are like, when you look at the night sky, every star you see up there is, and like you can only see this really if you go somewhere where there's no lights anywhere because we don't get to appreciate the night sky. But if you ever have a chance to go in the desert, no lights, no nothing, and just look at the night sky or just go online and just look at the, the constellations of, of all the stars that exist above us. Every one of those stars has planets circling around it. And all of those stars that you see are only stars in our galaxy. And there's about a billion galaxies out there. It is insane when you think of it that, just how insignificant we are. So of course there's life out there. It's just... it. It's so improbable, it doesn't even make any sense. That's why we we try so hard to try to look for life. Because we know it's out there. We just don't know how close it is to our planet. Anyways, though, um, I'm like getting off subject. I I, I really think that... So that's me talking about religion, for instance. And I, and I don't mind delving further into that thought process with people. My wife is is a strong Catholic. My parents are, are Catholics. Um, I'm like the only person... I think my little brother is too. He doesn't really... He's never been comfortable to talk about his like religious perspective. Um, a lot of my friends are religious. A lot of my other friends are, are strong atheists. They don't believe in any kind of God. I used to think that I was that, but I don't think there's a God per se. Like I said, I think it's just a creator, like me being a programmer and developing, you know, a universe inside of a computer program. I don't think like in my world, I'm not the smartest person out there. So, but I mean, the people that, I created in this program would think I'm some kind of God, some kind of powerful being. But if they like stood in my dimension, I would be absolutely no one (laughs) who cares who I am, you know, in the scope of just a million other people out there or billion of other people. Um, I talked about politics. I I mean, like I could get very specific again. I I don't want to talk about that in this specific podcast because it's going to go on forever. We could go down every single constitutional point of, or like every amendment in our Bill of Rights and, um, or not our Bill of Rights, but just, you know, just laws that, that have gotten passed recently or laws that didn't get passed and just my, my thoughts on that. I really do think that super PACs need to end. I, I think, I don't know anyone that would disagree with that unless you're a CEO of a major conglomerate business that can influence politics. I don't know how that got passed. And I think all of us really need to end that because government really is being influenced by businesses. I mean, just look at just recently because of COVID-19, the small business loans that people were applying for, you know, who got, who got theirs approved before, you know, the small little mom and pop that probably needed the money more so than some other businesses. The other, the other business that had, you know, more of, of a relationship with their banks, which is so unfortunate it's like those people probably already had enough assets set aside for something, you know, at least that they could take care of a couple months, you know, or three months. And it was just rolled out in such a way that it was just, it was so, it was just a shitty way of rolling out all of these programs, like all of these social programs to help people that need it the most just wasn't thought of 
It was like, okay, let's just roll out three and a half trillion dollars, but not think about how we're going to, you know, implement the systems for rolling out all this money. It just wasn't there. Um, obviously, you know, all had to be planned out immediately and to roll out this much money takes a lot of con- like a lot of time generally to think about, but we just didn't have the time. So you can understand why some mistakes happen, but you know, this country for a long time has known that pandemics can exist. We've had a history of it before. You've had a lot of smart people say that, you know, it's bound to happen anytime soon. And we've just been rolling the dice and there, there should have been, um, plans in place, countermeasures in place for, for situations like this. And I hope that our government reflects on this and puts things measures in place in the future where we don't have to deal with this because it's costing us, you know, all of that money is our money that we pay into the system. You know, one way or the other, that reflects back onto us somehow. And so the more money we spend on these things that we don't need to spend as willy nilly as we did before, um, you know, it saves us as taxpayers a lot more money for other social programs that could probably assist us in the future. Public education, man, I could talk about that for days. That needs to change. Um, so I, I have a lot of things that I'm, I'm very comfortable talking about. I mean, I don't mind having someone argue with me back and forth. What I, what I don't do, uh, approve in my debates with people is when someone comes in into a debate and they take, they take context or supporting arguments that is so one-sided. If you had an audience of 100 people that were neutral to any party, they would immediately pick up, a majority of the people in that crowd would immediately pick up the bias in, in your evidence that you bring up. And that's why I love debating with people because I get to change my ideology a lot. I get to change my perspective. You know, I started off as a hardcore conservative when I was being raised in, in Florida and I changed, you know, more centrist as I started to agree with certain liberal based perspectives. Now, do I agree with every single thing that liberals believe in? No, of course not. And I definitely don't agree with every single thing that conservatives believe in as well. You know, I don't, I don't agree with the idea of conservatism. It's the idea of not changing is, is just to me is, is the worst idea ever. I think they need to get away from that, that word. Because that party needs to, or those those people with that ideology need to eventually realize that this world is changing very quick. And it's not because of people, it's because of technology. And if we're not willing to change with that technology, you know, we're going to slow down advancements in society. And I think both parties just need to, to just remodel their whole ideology. Because if we continue on this path, it's it's just, it's not healthy for anyone. It's so stressful. I can see why people get so stressed out when people talk about their political ideologies now in public. And, and right now it's very easy for people to talk about it with the whole um, George Floyd issues and, and COVID-19. These are huge national conversations that are, are on uh, about two different things, but at the same time affecting people the same way. Um, because they're seeing finally the true colors of certain people and they're just not enjoying the narrative that those people are talking about. So they're, they're just not talking to them anymore. And I mean, I'm not innocent myself. You know, I recently probably blocked maybe five friends or unfriended five friends from Facebook. I mean, they were really friends, but they were people that I knew that I unfriended 
And I, I really, it wasn't like as easy as a lot of people uh, probably make it out for themselves to just block every single person. The only reason I blocked these people or unfriended them is because it, no matter how much supporting evidence you gave them, that wasn't even your, like, like, it was just factual documentation that was peer-reviewed, you know, science was behind it, public opinion was behind it, and and still, it wasn't enough for them to even entertain maybe possibly agreeing on the point and just always being like that, always, just constantly just fed a narrative and just being a, a mouthpiece for uh, another person's ideology, not even their own. Most people nowadays just aren't individuals anymore. They're just a, a, a convolution of just ideas that they just get so self-absorbed by just feeding into this same narrative and getting their information from the same platforms that they just they just become just a speaking point for like these news stations or these authors, and it's just it's not healthy. Like. You, no wonder people are are stressed they they they're they're not they they're um not stressed but what's the word i'm looking for they're they're depressed a lot of people are depressed i mean when you think of someone that has lost sight of their individual identity it's so depressing i mean i i just when I see certain people, I can see what, like, they don't want to admit it, but they've just been so self-absorbed into an idea that they feel that the world is attacking them, that it's like, it's me versus the world, or it's like my small group of people versus the world. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> there's so many people out there that agree with some of the ideas that you have, and there's some people that disagree with it. And it, it's okay to change your perspective on things. Like I said, nothing is black and white in life. I mean... Ideas on abortion and 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 ideas on religion and ideas on on your political viewpoints those can they're not they don't need to be so concrete. There are times that certain things need to happen and other times where they they just aren't supposed to happen. And no system is perfect. And and it's it's like and it's all because of like I said I really strongly think that because for the longest time people have been internalizing their their core beliefs with just other people that see eye to eye with them they've just never challenged who they are as a person so that is not right you should always challenge your viewpoints always if you think you're right all the time you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong i come off as someone that sounds like he knows what he's talking about all the time and it i mean i try my hardest to learn all the time. Like I, some other people care about other things in life. They care about money. They care about their social status. They care about um, how many friends they have, how many followers they have. And all of these things are appealing and attractive. And I, and I like delving into the importance and relevancy to all of these things. But if I had to trade all of that for just the ability to always be able to learn something new every single day, I'm sorry. I'm going to trade all of that for knowledge because um, it's valuable to me. All this knowledge is super key to just who I am as a person. And I'm, I'm done like watching polarizing news stations. I don't even get like, I used to watch news from multiple different news stations. I don't do that anymore. I like pick up on like big news 
like points and then I do my own research on it. It takes a lot longer. Uh, I actually think now I'm going to subscribe to my local newspaper because they say that like local journalists, they do a better job at being very unbiased and being very meticulous and, and their research that they do on certain points. And so I'm going to start doing that. I've never read a newspaper in my life. I think maybe once when I was a kid before, like you could watch the news on, on the internet, but I'm going to get back into doing that. I think that, you know, it's healthy to support these people as well because we can't allow these like CNN and Fox news. They're the same thing. (laughs) Is there literally the, their, their, their speaking points are the exact same thing. It's just one is the opposite of the other. But the, the delivery is the same. It's so extreme. It's so toxic. It's just, no, you guys, like, come on. Let's get back to a world where it's comfortable for us to talk about our beliefs and 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 then delve and get to know why someone believes the way that they believe. Like, get to know your neighbor better. Challenge yourself to change. No one's asking you to change the core of who you are. Just be willing to change your viewpoint on life your viewpoint on politics, your viewpoint on existence, like, come on, it, it needs to happen. This is just, it's not healthy for anyone. And so, um, I hope I could get my viewpoint across. I, it was all over the place. It's just something that's been on my mind recently, just because when I finally landed on that thought, I was like, it makes so much sense. I really do think that that's, the reason why we have such divisiveness now in society because you could only take your beliefs and just go find other people that had your beliefs because you could never go talk to someone else about you know your beliefs if you knew that they were going to challenge it you just didn't want to waste your time dealing with that and so it was so easy to just follow the same points and the same narratives until you found yourself in one extreme side and the other side found their side themselves in the, another extreme side screw that i'm sorry you know, if you ever want to, you know, challenge me on any of my points, man, I love it. Please. <laughs> I mean, if you want to schedule a time, let's do this. I am so comfortable. Like, let's go in. You know, you tell me your counterpoints. I'll tell you my counterpoints. Let's do some. I want to do some good debates, research our points, you know, not take one-sided perspectives. And let's try to motivate ourselves to see differently. Man, that, that is my ideal scenario with people. I want to expand my way of viewing this world around me, but just subscribing to one side or the other is just not the way America needs to be right now. We really need to see eye to eye on certain things and and want and demand change. And so for others, we just need to be like, you know what? You might not agree with me, but I can understand why you see it that way. And hopefully maybe with more research and more time, we can probably get, closer to agreeing on a certain point you know what i mean but no one wants to talk like that right now it's i hope that changes soon because i the day that my daughter comes to me and tells me that she's just extreme this side i'm just gonna be like how did i fail you as a parent what did i do wrong what is what is how much influence does corporations and and politicians have on you that's not going to be the world my daughter lives in i'm sorry i'm going to do everything i can I have to become a politician myself and have a platform to speak to a ton of people and use something like this and social media, my Facebook and everything to try to get people to just change that way of thinking of things. You know, I hope, I hope maybe myself and other people that 
agree with me on this point, we can just help slowly bring America back to just being comfortable with just being ourselves and just speaking what's on our minds. But anyways, I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening to this. This is, um, I, I always appreciate people that listen to this. They, they private message me and give me their, their input, their insight and their thoughts. Please. I want to be critiqued. I don't think I'm perfect. I know I'm not. This is so new to me. I know I'm making mistakes all the time, you know, be it my speed of, of, or my rate of talking, my, my repeating, my filler words, my anything, just even my, my, the things I'm talking about, or if you want me to, or the length of the podcast, or what are your thoughts on that? Please just let me know. Um, anyways, I love you guys. And this is truly the end of today's podcast. I can't wait to get, uh, talk to you guys tomorrow about something completely <laughs> super positive. Uh, tomorrow's objective is to be a podcast about positivity. It needs to be that. The last couple of days have just been stuff about um, one could view as dark points, but they need to be talked about anyways. But anyways, adios, guys. <laughs>